0: There's too
1: many of you to cry. Brother, brother, brother. There's far too Big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's time for a little What's Going On. We do it every day at the top three o'clock hour. Find out what's going on. And- Throughout or across the entire Zone Sports Network uh, today, brought to you by our friends at Zero Res. The Zero Res No Residue Method continues to lead the industry in cleaning technology. To date, no other method has been proven to outclean Zero Res. Call 801-288-9376 or go uh, online Zero Res Carpet Cleaning. Real quick before we get started, though, Gordon, you, you okay? I uh, have we have we broken you? Are you are you really upset about this this Beatles conversation?
0: I uh, just, uh, no, I'm not upset. Okay. I, I'm right. just uh, having a hard time understanding your point of view. Do you know that the Beatles have sold over a billion records?
1: Um, and?
0: Well, that, that, uh, apparently, folks like their music.
1: Well, just because it's popular doesn't make it good. <laughs> okay. There's been a lot of popular just, music that isn't particularly good. There are places where communism is popular. Correct. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I just stumbled on the, a list of the 25 reasons the Beatles are the best band ever, uh, and uh, there's some pretty good reasons on oh, here.
1: But good, good. I'm, well, have, I'm U- happy for that writer. <laughs> All
0: right. Do you know that the Beatles had 20 number one hits in the U.S.?
1: Again, what popular doesn't mean good? You know, bell bottoms were popular. At one point. <laughs> All right.
0: They, they, they've been popular off and on about three or four different times.
1: Let's get to a little what's going on today. Let's talk a little sports. Um, let's start with Hanson Scotty, Gordo, because uh, Dr. Fauci was talking a little bit about sports yesterday. Let's
2: hear what they had to say. People are still holding out hope for some kind of abbreviated baseball season this summer. College football will start in late August, NFL right after that. Do you think those sports seasons are in jeopardy? Are we going to have college football this fall? There's a way of doing
3: that. Nobody comes to the stadium. Put them in big hotels, you know, wherever you want to play. Keep them very well surveilled, and namely a, a surveillance, but have them tested like every week and make sure they don't wind up infecting each other or their family and just let them play the season out. I mean, if you People say, well, you know, you, you, you can't play without spectators. Well, I think you'd probably get enough buy in from people who are dying to see a baseball game, particularly me. I'm living in Washington. We have the world champion, Washington Nationals. <laughs> you know, I want to see them play again.
4: He paints a
0: picture. He said, yeah, we can return. Just put them in hotels and, and monitor it.
2: Now, he makes he simplifies it. Yeah. This goes into great depth. But this gives me full hope. We're, we're going to have sports return. Uh, and by the way, Jared Dudley, uh, who plays for the Lakers, and probably one of the more outspoken athletes on social media that talks about social issues. And 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 he's one of my favorite follows on Twitter, just because he, he digs deeper as an athlete. He's just not – I mean, he really gets into social issues. And he's like – he goes, we're playing in June this means we're playing in june. Uh, to Dr.
5: Fauci's comments. Yeah,
2: in response to. That. Now now wow. th- this is him speculating. Right. His... He's not hearing anything he goes, but he goes read between the lines. We're playing in june. And I think he's right because this lays out a scenario that everybody has been talking about it, but here is the first person from the medical side, the CDC, you know, a medical professional that is saying, "Yes, you can play." Under these parameters We've heard it from the sports side But they're always saying If they, if we get the green light from the medical side This is how we could do it Now you have somebody from the medical side Saying yes you can do it Here's the parameters No fans, centralized location Weekly testing And I even thought it might have to be Like an every other day testing He's saying tested once a week Those are the parameters you can return to sports And it makes sense to me it, uh, I think this is how we're going to do it. Now, I think there's a lot of people, because the end of the question, and it was a long-winded question, and I'm not throwing the guy under the bus because I do the same, but he ends it with college football. And so people are like, oh, this is how college football. No, I think Fauci anticipated, or anticipated answering this in terms of baseball and NBA season. I think college football is a different beast, mm. and that will start much later, obviously, in September. And even I think college football is more than willing to push it back a month, two months. I've even heard starting in February, going from February to May, because they have to have fans in the seat because they need that ticket revenue. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't throw college football or, or the NFL into this conversation. Or what he's, I think he's referring to baseball and NBA specifically about this.
1: So, Gordon, we have word from Dr. Fauci, who everybody's kind of been following through this as he's been the face, really, of of science. Um, And he's talking about sports. uh, Well, he's talking about the scenarios that we've brought up uh, on the show over the past few weeks that, you know, if you think outside the box a little bit, you take the right precautions. Maybe we're capable of pulling something off. And I find that refreshing coming from him.
0: Yes, uh, I think it is uh, encouraging to hear him say that. Uh, now, does that include, are they going to have to do weekly testing on everybody who's involved in the operation?
1: Probably, but does it matter?
0: Uh, the people who have to keep the lights on, uh, everybody? Uh, that That's interesting. I guess there's more testing available now than there was earlier, right?
1: Uh, there is, and I think that number is only going up and up and up. In fact, um, uh, Spencer Cox, uh, the lieutenant governor, uh, it was tweeting about this today, that actually they have more uh, capacity for testing than demand actually right now in the state of Utah which is a weird uh, issue that maybe some people didn't see coming. So yes I mean I, I think with each passing day we're coming becoming more and more capable of, of testing and some of these private companies that have developed tests as well, you know I would guess that's the route the NBA or Major League Baseball would go is to employ one of these private companies at whatever cost and and test that way but I, I don't know. So, oh.
0: you, you, so you so show it on TV you have everybody involved in the operation players coaches and and beyond building managers everybody tested on a weekly basis and then you centralize them in a certain place where they stay Right Um Well I tell you uh that that uh, are is everyone going to be willing to do that
1: I think for the money yeah I do yeah. I mean, for the money what, these what, guys are going to are, are being paid or stand to lose if if um, you know some more than others if the entire season is canceled. I, I think you would see players being willing to make some sacrifices to pull it off if it meant salvaging revenue for themselves in the league.
0: Do you see any problems? What are we are there are there holes in this plan? I, I'm looking I, at it. Trying to think of okay, what, where, where, what's, the, what's the downside? What's the danger here?
1: I'm, I, I'm sure that there are, Gordon. Right, you know, an operation of this magnitude would take. Uh, I mean, the logistics of it would be massive, right? I mean, you'd have to have all sorts of, of people and companies and those sorts of things on board. Um, so I'm sure we could sit here all day, and if we looked at the the overall plan, you can poke holes in it. But I like it that that smart people are working on it. And, you know, if the if the medical community represented here, of course, by Dr. Fauci believes that it is possible, then that's the biggest obstacle. Right. So if if they believe that it's possible, let's get some of those smart minds to work on this thing. Let's make a biodome around uh, the MGM grant and let's let's make this thing happen. I, I, I really like it. In fact, it's it 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 says what's a, a a lot right about this country that we're given obstacles and we can figure out ways to get around them and make the best out of it it's It's really encouraging, I think, and i I believe that the NBA or Major League Baseball or whatever, if they put their minds to this and the the financial you know support behind it, I think they can pull off anything.
0: Okay, so let's say they do this and they get started and somebody tests positive in the midst of it all. What happens then?
1: I probably quarantine them and then you know do a, the, a round of testing team, or, or whatever you got to do. And yeah, I would think, but the the idea or the hope would be, that, um, you, you know, that uh, they, you limit the outside influence and you wouldn't have anybody test positive. I mean, I guess that's the whole point. The other thing that might, and I don't know the science well enough behind all this, but the other thing that might be helpful is like an antibody test as well, where you can kind of figure out a little bit more narrowly who's vulnerable to this and who's not. And maybe something like that could help help them pull it off. Again, I don't know uh 100% the science around it but testing would be testing would be key it would it would be a a centerpiece of this if it if it were possible
0: yeah i okay yeah i mean it sounds promising i i hope they find a way to to make it happen i i just wonder if well, if someone does test positive then do you shut it down again or do you just isolate that one player and keep testing everybody else and they play on? I That's different than the way the league reacted the first time around.
1: Well, it is. But we know so much more now. And we're so much more capable than we were the first time around. I think that makes a lot of things more possible.
0: I guess. Uh, if you want to look at it that way, I, I just think there's a lot more to know about what they're dealing with here. And if, if someone, yeah, I mean... I like the idea of testing i obviously that would everybody would be up to date with what's going on if you're testing every week jake and and these guys are playing like you said in an atmosphere of the biosphere you know or the biodome or whatever then you would think okay if everyone is is free of it then and they're and they're quarantined essentially together then how would they get it
1: Well, and and here's the thing. All these things that you're mulling over, it's not like Dr. Fauci didn't consider them. So, I mean, I think the fact that he's saying that it's possible, I think that's what's encouraging about it. I mean, you and I, uh, you know, or to steal a Scotty term, you know, Joe Schmuckatelli sitting around can come up with all these things. But, of course, you know, he's thought about them and he's the the expert on it.
0: Right. And and like you said, having somebody who is who is that's his background and his number one concern is good health good public health Uh, sometimes people who make decisions are in positions of power at other levels or in other positions they their number one priority is the economics of the thing so that's what's so encouraging about this although I I did find it funny that he's such a big fan it's like he's rooting for it good for him he is the preeminent voice in this whole thing isn't he I mean he seems to be the the voice that the people trust the most.
1: Mm, he's he's certainly out there a lot. He's certainly yeah. out there more than anybody else, so um more than more than say our president. Um I don't well yeah, I mean this, is
3: anyone more out there? Never mind.
1: The know. the screen time alone, <laughs> I would say probably, but I mean yeah. he's he's been the face of this thing. So you hope he's trustworthy, I guess. I
0: wonder as time goes by, like you were talking about, that uh, we know more now than we did a month ago, two months ago. How, will there be other surprises along the way? Will there, will there be other things to deal with that, that we're unaware of right now or even the experts are unaware
1: of? Well, I mean, you, you, even you look at something like modeling. I mean, every day's worth of data that goes into these new models is something we didn't know. I mean, it, it's quite literally changing on a daily basis. And I think what, we, what we're capable of today is different than what we were capable of last Wednesday, which is pretty amazing. Just just based on information alone, let alone the technology that we don't know about that's that's being developed out there, I mean, it's pretty incredible. I, I don't think we have any idea what we're capable of a month from now. I really don't.
0: Well, we're going to find out, I guess. But if uh, we're not we,
1: thinking big, Gordon, then it's not going to happen. So I kind of like that we're thinking big.
0: One of the things I, I, I really uh, am encouraged by with this is, I think fans would really glom on to the game again, even if they're not in the stands. Uh, like you heard Fauci say there that some people think that uh, you, you, you've got to have spectators, man. I'll tell you under these circumstances that people have been hungry. Those who are sports fans anyway. And I understand there are other issues concerning this whole subject that are that are higher in priority than sports, but I, I think sports fans would would just appreciate being able to see it on on the tube again.
1: Well, real quick and, before and not,
0: not necessarily there in person.
1: Well, real quick before we we um we move on because we have a clip from DJ and PK that uh, that we want to get to. You know, I think it would be like the gate is such a big part of sports, like the money you make from the gate, and and like you say, Gordon, right now, unfortunately, it doesn't look like you can do too much about that. But remember when we had, and I'm trying to remember his name, maybe Austin Can, our our friend from. Uh, Chick- Chick-fil-A down there in City Nick Creek. Nick Reynolds. Nick, when, uh, when Nick jumped on with us. You know, I'm sure the vast majority of Nick's business down there at that particular Chick-fil-A is people coming in at lunchtime sitting down and eating, right? Mm-hmm. Well, where would Nick be if he thought, well, most of my business is from that, I guess. Uh, well... I guess I'm uh, not going to do anything then. As opposed to Nick Adapted, they're doing yep. pickups, they're doing to-go orders. I think he even mentioned that they might even be doing delivery, if I'm remembering yeah, correctly. Yeah, drive-thru over there. Had, they theory. opened up yeah. a drive-thru, which they didn't have before. I mean, I, I I hope sports isn't any different. You know what I mean? Like, okay, well, getting money at the gate is, is the sweetest plum, and that's not available, so I guess we're going to do nothing. You know, maybe you can make a television product that people can enjoy, and and by the way, by giving TNT and ESPN a product that they can produce, that uh, that drives ad revenue, which helps you know that business, which helps another business. You know, it it all trickles down the line to benefit everybody. So I like it that sports are saying, okay, we can be like Nick at the City Creek Chick Fil A. We can think outside the box a little bit. Fine, we can't get fans in here, but maybe we can do something.
0: And uh, the perception of it and the reception of it, those two things are a moving target as well. People, I think are more are more hungry for it to even to watch it on TV. Even those who, who buy season tickets, who love to go to the game, uh, they, they, I think, will find a great deal of satisfaction in being able to watch. Whatever
1: they can watch on TV. I agree. All right, Gordo, uh, let's get to this clip from DJ and PK talking about the financial pinch with college uh, programs. I think the question is, PK, even if if there's no football uh, on TV, could they start gutting everything? Would they even have the money to support the football program itself? Because while it's the big revenue generator, it's also the most expensive sport got the most scholarships and you spend the most money on traveling and you're paying the coaches the most money so right at the start the program that could really change your bottom line is the one that generates the money you don't want to cut that because you want to be in position to bounce back when everything gets back to whatever the new normal is so there's the conundrum right there
5: Yeah, my guess would be that they would be able to fund it because you get so many boosters who are involved in the program and they want to be at minimum jock sniffers and and say they know the coach and they know the whomever, so they would donate money to make sure that it's okay, so I would think that those things would be able to survive. It's all these other sports. I think that they need to take an opportunity here to see what's more realistic. I mean, it just makes no sense for Idaho State, whatever sport, to get on a plane and go across the country for something that is, just, why would you do that, just... You can scale back the number of games, like baseball and softball. They need to play 50, 60 games. Uh, they can push the season back another month and then play then. I mean, right now they start the first, second week of February. Uh, they can change that and uh, make uh, make different conferences more geographically located in, in these other sports. So not every sport has to be in the pac 12 so you could have Utah baseball, right? They, could have, they can be in a thing with Utah Valley and BYU and uh, have a little bit more uh, geographically balanced, figure out ways to do that. If, if you can't do that, which I think you could, then Utah and BYU, you play each other 10 times. <laughs> you play, when the weather gets better, you play five at your place, five at my place, so if you want to play as many games as possible, as is allowable. I know they play more than once, obviously, during the season as it is. They'll have some Tuesday night games. But play more of those uh, to, to do that. And have the colleges, instead of uh, a three-game series on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, You, you know, double headers on Saturday so you can go home. It's one less day in a hotel.
1: I think it's kind of a theme, Gordon. I mean, some outside the box thinking. And if you got to, you know, play the same team over and over again, so be it. You know, if travels an issue, how do you tackle that problem? I I, I like that line of thinking.
0: That's uh, something I had not thought of: uh, playing the same team over and over again, and then uh, splitting the difference to see where it all falls out. <laughs> Why not? Can, can you imagine if Utah and BYU played ten times?
1: Well, it would be it would be a grand experiment now, wouldn't it? Because how many times do you see that? Oh, if they played each other a hundred times, it probably would have won ninety nine. You know, well, we could actually do it.
0: <laughs> that would be uh, boy. I tell you, I wonder. It, would it make you as a player? Would it make you hungrier, or would it make you fatigued about facing the same guy across the line of scrimmage over and over oh, and over? Again? I think
1: hungrier. Don't we see that in the NBA playoffs? When those teams are, are playing each other over and over again, it gets it gets personal. Like <laughs> there's like some bad blood developed. You've heard uh, Joe Ingles talk about his uh, not friendly relationship with Paul George. That's all over a playoff series because they were driving each other nuts.
0: Well, uh, one thing is absolutely certain: that is outside the box
1: thinking. It is. It is. And hey, if it's
0: it it's a lot cheaper to get on a bus and drive to Provo than it is to fly to wherever. You right. Know, uh, and,
1: and a lot less risky, right? I mean, you come in contact with a, a lot fewer people. And if, if saving money and being safe, I don't know. I, I just I like the idea of people saying there's an obstacle, there's something that needs to be overcome. How can we do it? What do we got to do? And,
0: and the reason, another reason that is so interesting at the college football level, especially, is just all the tradition that people let get in the way typically. Well, you know, that's not that's not the way we do things. That's not the association we're in. That's not the way it's ever been done before. Uh, it's it's kind of fun to think about what the possibilities might be otherwise.
1: Now, there might be one challenge. and We can get into this a little bit more if we want to. But there was a, a meeting between uh, Vice President Mike Pence and representatives from uh, college sports, and they talked about how they would not. Um, Green light college sports unless students were back on campus, Mm -hmm. so that might be something that that is a bit of an issue depending on how long it takes, you know, us to go back to school. So, and what's the reasoning for that.
0: that, Jake? Is that because they don't want to put student athletes at risk if the students themselves?
1: I, see, all I saw is like a, a little report from what was discussed. I'd have to look into it a little bit more exactly what the concern is. But I did see that, that they're not going to do that unless students can come back to school, which, I mean, knock on wood, uh, you know, fall would be would be great. Right.
0: I wonder how good those players would be if they could concentrate on football 24 seven and not have to deal with those nagging classes and that nagging homework and that nagging research and laboratory stuff that they would typically have to do incorporated into their football schedule. You
1: know, cause they are students after all. So let's, <laughs> you know, let's, let's talk, actually make them be students.
0: I, I talked to a guy the other day who played in the sec and he, I asked him where the priorities were academics or athletics. <laughs> he laughed. He laughed out loud because hmm. he was going to be a doctor And he was smart enough to be a doctor, but uh, he found out that uh, the the football coaches weren't having any part of that.
1: All right, let's uh, get out to the zone phone. Joining us now is our friend Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. And, Andrew, we're talking about overcoming obstacles, and that's exactly what you guys are doing to continue to help folks.
3: We are. We're still open and helping guys with erectile dysfunction. Uh, What we specialize in is getting guys away from the medication, the injections, or maybe messing around with your hormones to treat ED. We use uh, a natural fix. It's called acoustic wave therapy. It causes blood vessels to regrow. Um, That's a process called neovascularization. What it does is it creates more blood flow into the treated area. So when the timing is right in the bedroom, of course, it gets the blood flowing uh, where you want it, when you want it. Um, we have seen thousands of cases now all over the country, guys with mild ED all the way up to extreme ED, get back to normal function in the bedroom, no medication needed.
1: See, I, I would think that that would be the big plus in all of this. It's natural. It, you, you treat the root cause of the problem, not the symptom.
3: Yeah, that's right. And the medication is, you know, it's all a symptom reliever. It kind of increases the blood flow all over the body, maybe temporarily, but it's not a long-term fix. Um, we had a guy, he actually left us a review uh, yesterday or the day before. I just saw it come up um, and, and kind of talked about that, how the pills were so bad. They were causing him to, you know, have this blurred vision and this hangover feeling the next day. And he, he talked about how skeptical he was for Years, I think hearing us talk about this, he finally went in, um, saw the results within a week and is no longer taking any medication at all. Awesome.
1: All right. So here's the number to call 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000. And our listeners, Andrew can safely come in and talk to the doctor, right?
3: Yes, they can. We're going to take your temperature at the door. We're sanitizing the clinic with hospital grade alcohol throughout the day um, to make sure everybody is safe you can come in, call us now. Uh, we'll do the assessment for free, the exam for free. You'll sit down with a medical doctor. Uh, he'll do a blood flow ultrasound. We also have um, a special gift. This is really cool. Produces instant results in the bedroom, and that is free as well. All right, call now,
1: 801 901 801-901-8000. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. All right, more next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jig Scott 97.5, and 1280 of the zone. I want to remind you about our friends at Syringa Networks, home to complete business, telecom, and IT solutions, backed up by an industry leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at networks.com Gordon, I'll, I'll accept your apology anytime now. Anytime.
0: Why? Uh, not a bad change of pace.
1: Ray Charles doing Yesterday. This is incredible. Well, the original was incredible as well. Oh, I just love Ray Charles. What an incredible, iconic voice.
0: When I heard Yesterday for the first time, I I had to sit down and think, and I was quite young, but it it, it caught my attention to hear Paul McCarty sing that song. way he did.
1: Well, it certainly caught mine hearing Ray sing it.
0: <laughs> well,
1: I'm glad you finally... Late to the party, but at least you showed up. Well, no, I mean, Ray Charles, just amazing. Did it way better than the original. But that's there the point, go. of course, of the band of the day today. Uh, before we start bickering, Gordon, let's let's get on to something. Uh, you've you've uh, you come across something in regards to the G League.
0: Yeah, I was reading a story earlier this morning about how the G League is emerging as an appealing path for elite prospects. And I, I find it. Interesting on a lot of levels. First of all, that, that these guys are now considering going to the G League instead of uh, playing college basketball. And when the idea was first floated out there, the salary released to try and entice these players was 125000 But now, uh, according to certain sources, it says that the G League is willing to pay more for the right prospects. And so some guys might get paid more, obviously. And if they do, I I wouldn't mind seeing this happen. And I know that there are those who say, oh, this would be difficult for college basketball and all that. Look, these guys want to play professionally. It's what they want to do. It's what they're focused on. It's a lot better than having the farce that was Ben Simmons going to LSU and never going to class a single time. Mm Mm-hmm. I I like the idea. Do you? I mean, even though, yeah, college basketball would take a hit, but college basketball is is already kind of taking hits. I think this is cleaner. I think it's uh, it's it's less hypocritical. And and if if the momentum continues the way it is, I think I think it's going to happen. Where you're going to see some terrific prospects getting paid.
1: Um I'm all for it because I don't think that there has to be one way to make it or not and people should, you know, decide what's what's best for them. So I'm certainly all for that and the the one thing I would think about though, and here's why well I guess let me say this, here's why college basketball wouldn't be affected either because college basketball is not about how good the basketball players are. It's, it's about the logo on the chest and, and your favorite university. I mean, honestly, when it comes right down to it, nobody prefers college basketball over the NBA because of the level of play. It has to do with the other things that make college sports so very great. But with that being said, I would, I would really think long and hard about how much I could benefit from the exposure of playing college basketball as opposed to having cash in hand. And maybe maybe people value that differently, but I don't think Zion Williams, Williamson is Zion Williamson unless he has that year at Duke.
0: That might be true for some guys, but I think the the the, the real eyes these prospects want to draw is that of NBA executives.
1: Fair enough, but what they want, and that's that's one hundred percent true. But what you want is to be drafted in the first round, so you have a guaranteed first contract. That's what you want. So what's the way to get there best by having the pub that comes along with college basketball or grinding it out in the G League
0: or not grinding it out it's being instructed full time by by True. What I would have what True. I well, I figure the the coaches in the G League are probably every bit as good as college coaches are, if or, not or, better
1: if not better yeah.
0: I agree and they, they and they can work with these athletes full time and have them go about see what professional basketball is like I, I see big advantages to be able to do this if if you're willing to. Now, you talk about the glory of college basketball and the crowds that show up and all that. I I understand that. But if if I'm a prospect, I don't care about that as much as I do about being the best player I can. Well, maybe- and I think this is going to make me a better player by having this kind of coaching full-time rather than to have, mess around with – with pretending I'm being a student.
1: Okay, uh, I get that, and and yes, you could probably develop into a better player playing in the G League. I I actually really believe that because you you get to work on it full time, and and the coaching is terrific. It really is. We know already those the play, guys. But, all, but
0: but already but. the play is better in the G League than it is in college.
1: Agree. Basketball. Once again, I agree. But here's here's what you're not factoring in that it's not all about how good you are. And the example I'll give you is a gentleman by the name of Derek Williams. Gordon, do you remember Derek Williams? Yes. Uh, he played well for about five minutes in the NCAA <laughs> tournament. No, I, actually, I, I'm, I'm selling him short on purpose. But he had a really great tournament run. And he ended up being the number one two pick in the draft the number two pick in the draft all because of the hype surrounding a three week period of his life so if it were about being all about being a great basketball player then i i i would agree with you wholeheartedly i i think what you're saying is actually true but that's not that's not all of the equation how does lonzo well, think, how does lonzo ball go number two uh, right, to the lakers the, exactly where but, he wanted to go because of the hype train from lavar
0: yeah, but he could have a hype train anyway if this trend holds up and it continues on where more and more of these types of players are choosing this path. It,
1: except for then nobody the, goes to G League games and nobody is you, watching it on
0: TV. You, you you use a couple of examples that are relatively rare. Oh, uh, I
1: don't think so. I don't think they're relatively rare. What happened rare. with
0: Derek I, Williams? Uh, the, the league typically doesn't whiff like that. Oh, we see it whiff all the time. Are you kidding no, I'm not saying it doesn't you, you whiff see ever. Hype, hype I'm saying you're every using year. one. You're using one example of someone who utilized a certain system to their benefit and ultimately to their criticism because uh, they, they, they didn't really pan out. Well, I'm using
1: paid. an an obvious example to prove a point to a dense co-host. But there but, are no, no, no. There no, no, are no. examples and, from every single draft. <laughs> Dense. Uh, I'm kidding,
0: of course. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think that's that's kind of an exceptional, kind of an outlier type situation. See, I do they, they usually aren't that wrong.
1: We, we, and
0: in, the, in this case, if it does, that's what makes this extraordinary. That's what makes it newsworthy that these top prospects are – Deciding or at least considering doing it this way as opposed to the more traditional route, which which has all kinds of holes in it. And I see I don't I don't generally think that that a player pulls the wool over the eyes of executives like you're saying on account of hype in the college game. We see it a lot It happens. It happens. But I most of these guys nowadays are pretty savvy. When it comes, there's always a bit of a crapshoot when it comes to evaluating talent, but I'll, I'll I, use, uh, I, I I'll use an top, example. I'll if use these an top quality guys go to the G League, people are going to be dialed in on the G League and taking it uh, extremely seriously. And you're going to see scouts all over the place at the in these G League games.
1: I'll use an example that's maybe not the most flattering to the Utah Jazz. If Trey Burke goes to the G League instead of Michigan, he's never even sniffing the league.
0: Yeah. Uh, OK, so what you're suggesting then is, hey, if you're really kind of if you're going to suck, then go ahead and play college basketball.
1: No, I'm saying but, that but, temperatures... but if you're
0: real, you put you take Zion Williamson and put him in the G League. Everyone's going to notice him
1: there. I'm saying that if your goal is to get guaranteed cash in the NBA, which is everybody's goal that they have to reach before they get the seven year max deal. I realize it's not 7 years, but I think you get my point. You know, these guys are talking about getting guaranteed cash in the NBA. I'd want to take the avenue that would put me in the best position to get that guaranteed cash, and you can make a strong argument that the exposure that you get from college basketball puts you in a better position. And I'm and I'm
0: saying that could very well change over the next decade.
1: And maybe it will. Maybe it will. I like I said, I'm I'm all for it. The more there's there's more than one way to skin a uh, what what animal should we pick today, Gordon? Uh, uh, a walrus. Um, why and, would you want to skin a walrus? Well, why would you want to skin a cat? Well, that's a good that's
0: a question that I've asked many times.
1: I know. So thus, I picked a different animal.
0: Uh, well, I certainly don't want to skin a walrus.
1: They are quite what you, large. What,
0: what do you do with a walrus skin? Um, Hang it on the wall.
1: Stay warm. <laughs> I
0: don't know what what's walrus skin like.
1: I have no idea. Isn't but it kind of blubbery? It's you, probably waterproof.
0: <laughs> you got me there. All I right. Mean, what you gonna put it on your
5: roof? <laughs>
1: Trevor Booker joins the show at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Stay tuned for that. David Locke, the whole 5 o'clock hour, will be on with us. But right now, let's uh, get out of the zone phone. Joining us, of course, he is Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic, column 801-901-8000. And there's no need to go on, uh, I guess, I don't want to say suffering in silence, but kind of, right, Andrew? Yeah,
3: yeah. So many guys, um, they get erectile dysfunction, and I think they do nothing for a while. And they kind of hope it'll go away. Um, you know, maybe it's streaky. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. But generally speaking, it trends downward. It gets worse and worse. That generally is when they come to somebody like us. Um, we use a therapy called acoustic wave therapy. Uh, it's an advanced technology. And the reason guys love it is they don't have to take the pill any longer. They become slaves to this pill. Um, you know, it causes the headaches. They have to pre-plan things. They lose that spontaneity in the bedroom. They get back to normal function with our treatments. No medication means no side effects.
1: All right. You heard, Andrew, get back to normal function. 801 901 Spontaneity could be in your life again.
3: Yeah, spontaneity, and typically two to three weeks. So if you've got two or three weeks, maybe you're working from home, we are open, we're following all of the recommended guidelines, we're even taking your temperature at the door. So we believe it's safe uh, to come in. We're seeing guys come in and get treatments every day. Um, so get on the schedule. We'll get you taken care of. 801 901
1: 801-901-8000. You'll get a consult with the
3: doc and a little something extra? Yes, consultation, assessment, blood flow ultrasound. This is a really cool time to come. We're going to give you a special gift that produces instant results in the bedroom. I have not seen it fail yet, so you'll get that for free either way. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000.
1: Thank you, Andrew. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone.
5: So put your hands together and please welcome... This
2: is Utah's best sports radio. Guess who's back, back. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Friend, friend. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding you forward on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
4: Yeah, we got the feeling now. that. We
5: got the feeling that I, I, I tell you something. Girl, I think I I think you understand and when I, Lord, I
1: Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 975, and 1280 of the zone. We're going to have a Mountain America market update coming up here. Momentarily, Gordon, as we try to, you know, help our listeners keep an eye on all things that matter throughout this uh, situation. No doubt. What's mattering to you the most right now, Gordon, like immediately? Is it is it the quality of sandwiches? Is it uh, what 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 puts a smile on Gordon's face in his current situation?
0: Good news about the coronavirus. Uh, Any progress made there is uh, makes me feel uh, better. Good. I like that. Uh, and, and a good sandwich isn't bad, either. Oh, there you go.
1: All right, uh, let's get out to the uh, Zone phone. Joining us now from Mountain America Investment Services, he is Mike Blackham with us on the big show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Mike, how are you and yours? Everybody doing all right?
4: We are doing very well. Good shout-out to my my dear wife, who uh, is a great mother, but also became a teacher of four. Uh, can't respect those moms <laughs> right. enough right now. We're doing a lot.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, wearing multiple hats, teaching uh, exactly. uh, included. Well, Mike, let's let's talk a little bit about the market. Let's talk about what's going on out there.
4: Yeah, the broader markets traded lower today with the S&P 500 being down about 2.22% and the Dow Jones being down 1.86%. This is mostly due in part to Wall Street seeing consumer confidence and manufacturing data continue to worsen. Um, one thing we can't expect is continued volatility in the markets.
0: So under these circumstances, do you have uh, some bit of advice for our our listeners as far as what their strategy should be?
4: Yeah, you know, one of my all-time favorite basketball players is our local great, Carl Malone, who once uh, eloquently said, Carl Malone, do what Carl Malone got to do. These markets are going (laughs) to do what they're going to do. We really can't control the daily ups and downs of the market. But there are investment vehicles that we can look at. To take advantage of the lower market conditions, typically April fifteenth is a national tax day. But due to COVID nineteen, the U.S. Treasury delayed uh, our tax deadline to July fifteenth, twenty twenty. So I hope everyone finally gets to enjoy on April fifteenth. Two ideas that I thought would be appropriate uh, with it being tax day would be was first uh, a traditional IRA. Uh, traditional IRA c- contribution can be six thousand dollars for a person under fifty and seven thousand for those over. Uh, 50 and allows them to uh, make a donation or contribution to these to this investment vehicle and get possibly a dollar-for-dollar deduction off of their tax bill at the end of the year. Also, another great vehicle is a Roth IRA. They're also able to contribute 6000 if they're under 50 and 7000 if they're over uh, 70. And that gives them, excuse me, 7000 if they're over 50 and allows them to get tax-free growth in the future during retirement. These two vehicles are outstanding vehicles to take advantage of the market lows and get some tax uh, opportunities. So uh, if you're interested, please contact the Mountain America Investment Advisor uh, at one of your local Mountain America uh, branches.
1: Mike, thank you so much for jumping on with us and helping our listeners out. We really appreciate it.
4: Absolutely. Have a good day, guys. Thanks, Mike. Good to be with you.
1: You too. That's Mike Blackham from Mountain America Investment Services for your Mountain America Market Update.
2: The investment products sold through LPL Financial are not insured Mountain America credit union deposits and are not NCUA insured. These products are not obligations of the credit union and are not endorsed, recommended, or guaranteed by Mountain America or any government agency. The value of the investment may fluctuate. The return on the investment is not guaranteed, and loss of principal is possible. You know,
1: I was just thinking about this, Gordon. And since uh, Austin is uh, the the wonderful author of our legalese for our Mountain America Market Update, shouldn't we we should do this chipmunk style? Maybe, maybe we should <laughs> mess around with that, huh, Austin? The disclaimer you want, yeah, yeah, chipmunk style. Maybe, maybe we uh, we do something like because you don't sound like the the lawyer from the commercials that you always hear, uh, right? I, I don't think they want me to. I think they. Yeah. Well, it's just we just have to get the words out there. Oh, we just could. but it doesn't matter how. Maybe you, I'll do it in French. You huh? can do chipmunk sound, <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. Maybe give us one sentence no, in chipmunk. Trevor Booker coming up next on the big <laughs> show. <laughs> I could actually.
1: Oh, yeah, no, I was I was thinking speed it up so it sounded like a chipmunk. No,
3: Not to the American credit union, please the market update every day at
2: the book show.
1: Now Austin do a chipmunk impression.
2: 35 underscore fits up next.
1: Although I like that so much more. So much more, all right. Trevor Booker, the former jazz man, Yay! coming up next, 97.5
0: in 12 in the zone. He'll do anything.